0: What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is going on?
1: Yeah, what's up, Shamari? We have uh, a very uh, interesting week in the Star Wars uh, universe. Um, we just got back from New York Comic Con last week. Yes. Uh, obviously out in New York, and there was some Star Wars content over at new york comic-con um we if you are subscribed to new generation media our youtube channel you've probably heard us uh already have kind of a discussion on what was there in terms of star wars but uh we cut that video a little bit short so uh we can expand a little bit more here on uh, imperial broadcast as to what we saw um you know, we have obviously a full length podcast to be able to talk about it versus, you know, a six, seven minute YouTube video. Um, but then there was also some interesting uh, things in the Star Wars universe uh, in general outside of, Com- of Comic Con. You know, more is talk about Ryan Johnson and what's going on with his trilogy. And uh, we could have potentially a date for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker final trailer because I mean if you're looking at our look at the calendar um, we're in mid-October and we still haven't had a a, a trailer for this movie Um, this uh, tends to be the time where we get a trailer for these types of movies Um, for you know The Last Jedi uh, I believe we had a trailer in mid-October for uh, The Force Awakens we had a trailer in mid-October and I believe both of those were Monday Night Football if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they were both winning at football trailers.
0: But I do not recall. Yeah.
1: But yeah, Last Jedi came out. Their their trailer was October 9th um, was of uh, twenty seventeen, uh, for their final trailer, and then the Fourth Awakens uh, final trailer was October October nineteenth. So we're we're in that uh we're in that middle ballpark where you would think it would show up in the next week or two uh at the latest but uh Shumari, uh what do, you, what do you what do you think what what more do you have for us on this topic uh
0: yeah so i do have some scoops uh with regards to the trailer date um so this is according to a i believe it's a podcast the black series rebels um who i mean they know people in the know. I mean. Um, I know Ken Nappsock has been on that podcast uh, before, and um, you know, so shout outs to shout out to Black Series Rebels. Um, so, according to them, uh, a source that they have is saying that the the uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker trailer is going to debut on October twenty first uh, during on halftime of Monday Night Football. So this goes along with what Kendall was just say was just saying. How um, I know for the Force Awakens trailer was Monday night was halftime Monday Night Football. I don't remember the Last Jedi trailer um, just because I don't know. I feel like they kind of botched. Honestly, I feel like they kind of botched the uh, some of some of the promotion for that. I mean, they went very dark, Luke, all this stuff. But um, I don't know. I feel like they should have been more forceful. I feel like they were more forceful for the Force Awakens and for Rogue One even. Um, with regards to the promotion. And then for the Last Jedi and Solo, it was much more muted, uh, and m- much quieter. So I, I, I don't think that's a very good strategy. And there can kind of be more, quiet, uh, re- being quieter here too. Uh, but it's, I don't think it works. So, but, you know, hey, um, we'll see how the movie is regardless. But yeah, so according to them, we're going to get a trailer soon. Um, I was planning to talk about multiple. this anyway. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: And, and, you know, multiple places have ran with this you know uh, idea that it will be the 21st mm-hmm. multiple people jason ward from making star wars said he also heard it's gonna be the 21st and, okay you know some people from amc or people that that claim that sources amc are saying that um that tickets will be coming out on october 21st mm. along with the trailer and that there will probably be some sort of You know teaser announcement teaser coming out on the 18th or 19th uh that friday or saturday so um it seems like that's the case now there was also that some like instagram post or twit tweet from john boy's agent saying that the trail was supposed to come out on monday uh meaning i guess the 14th or people i guess interpreted maybe as the 14th but uh he may have either been mistaken or he may have meant the 21st in his in his uh social media posts so, um, it seems like by all accounts that we will get that trailer next Monday uh, so exciting times it is
0: exciting times um, now I I honestly have no idea what to expect, Kendall, do you think we're going to see Palpatine in this trailer
1: um do I think we are going to see Palpatine in this trailer I, I feel like you kind of I feel like we kind of have to see Palpatine in this trailer because they've they've made it so obvious that he's in the movie. So to not show him, it would either if he's not in the trailer, that means I don't think he's in the movie that much. And then I would also think that it's kind of false. I don't say false promotion, but like this idea that like we've been touting that he's in the movie. I if he's not in the movie that much, then why? Then I would have rather known that he. I, I didn't want to know that he was in this movie in these trailers, like so i think but i think he is in the movie quite a bit because they already revealed that so early which if he is in the movie quite a bit i would expect to see him in the second trailer um that kind of has to be like that you know that that big like omg type of moment uh in the trailer uh, i would imagine is palpatine um And you'd also think that you would get maybe something on more about this Dark Ray character. Uh, Or maybe not. Maybe they will just leave that up to interpretation. There's a lot of people that are just running with the idea that she's turned evil or something, but um, that to me just doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Um, I don't think we're going to get Palpatine. I feel like they're going to play it very, very close to the vest with regards to Palpatine's presence um and uh i don't know if it's a mistake or not because i don't expect to see him a lot in this movie me personally i expect it to be very i don't even know if i'd say vader-esque his appearance might be like yoda where it's just uh he's there and then he's not there anymore that's what that's honestly what i expect (laughs) you think it'll be
1: like a couple of scenes
0: yeah i don't think he's gonna be there for that long because where was he like this whole trilogy? Why is he all of a sudden? He's like
1: that would be like some rebel stuff, man. I, uh,
0: you I, put him in. I, the don't, trailer, like, I don't even know why thing. he's in the, he's
1: the movie all, for one scene. That's some rebel stuff.
0: I don't know how or why he's in the story at all. So now they're gonna now he's gonna be like a main character.
1: The thing is, from what we've heard, or at least from what I've heard, what I've read. Uh, I don't know who I don't know where it's coming from. I feel like this may have been from JJ Abrams or some okay. people, but
0: okay. Like, is this from Reddit? <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> and now I've heard from a leak, that, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but like from what JJ's been saying, it sounds like this movie is supposed to tie in all nine movies. Like, right? And the only character that would be in—I mean, he's not in all nine—but the only character that would be from the beginning (laughs) and then tie into the first six, the first six and then tie into the ninth one would be Palpatine. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're going to tie in all nine movies, Palpatine being the villain of this movie makes sense. Now, is it him? Is it a clone? I I don't know what shenanigans they're going to try and pull. Is it a, is is it a, a force ghost, you know, evil force ghost? I don't know. But um, if they're going with a more realistic story, I agree. Palpatine shouldn't be in this movie more than two scenes. But I, I just feel like they're going for something. I feel like they're going for the juggler with this movie. Because they didn't with Last Jedi. I mean, they did in some aspects. But for the most part, I thought they played it very safe with that movie. Uh, and didn't take many risks besides the whole evil Luke thing. But not evil, but, you know, kind of you know, loser Luke. That's <laughs> what I <would> like to <laughs> what I would call him. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what a lot of people would consider But, um, you know, that, that, that was a risk. But outside of that, they, they were very tame, um, with that movie. So, I, I don't know. I, I, th- I think, uh, I think they're going to take a risk with this one. And they were, they were very, they were certainly safe with the fourth awakens, obviously. So I think they're going to take a, more of a risk with this movie. And, I think using
0: Palpatine heavily would be risky. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, hey, I mean I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope we get a lot of Palpatine. Ian McDermott has that role down. So he is Palpatine. So if he if if they're heavily gonna use him, that would be a very pleasant surprise. Um for me and uh you know i think that may be a result of them listening to the fans and saying listen blocking out all prequel anything is terrible it's a bad idea and the emperor is in the originals not like people don't want the emperor or just don't like the emperor and nobody hated the emperor in the prequels but he was featured heavily in the prequels and i hope that i don't know i just i really hope that he is uh you know i hope he's in it a lot but i don't expect him to be in it a lot. Um uh, just ba- just based on what how the story has progressed so far, I don't know what, why or how he would be in it a lot, but hopefully he is. Um, I am hope hold- I I honestly I give a higher percentage chance we see more of Dark Ray than we do of Palpatine in the
1: um, trailer or in the movie
0: in the trailer oh, okay. specifically, um, and maybe in the movie too. I guess since I don't expect Palpatine to be in it that much. Um, Though actually, actually, I don't know. Actually, I don't know about either of them, <laughs> with regards to Go the ahead. movie, because uh, Dark Ray may be something like, like on in uh, whatchamacallit, Dagobah or something, like a vision or something. That's what, I, right, I, which right. is I think, believe is what I predicted last time we talked about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know about that, but I think we may see more of her, Dark Ray, in in this new trailer though. Uh, personally.
1: Now, uh, the one thing that I think we will get. And um, in this trailer, I think we'll get a much clearer idea of what or who. Maybe not a much clearer because these trailers tend to be very vague in general. But I think we'll get much clearer shots of the Knights of Ren. Like that'll we. I think we'll come away looking at this trailer and saying, like, all right, now we know who the Knights of Ren are as characters. Like we don't know who they are, but oh, like, I was gonna say I don't know about that. Like we know we know they're in the movie. <laughs> we know like right. They, they're going to be featured, like, they're not a secret, they're not, like, you know, something they're hiding, like, um, and that will be consistent with what they've done pretty much every yeah, pretty much since the, uh, the last bit of footage that we got, you yeah, all the the magazine articles and features, you know, they've to and all the, the toys and stuff, it, it seems to suggest that, you know, the Knights of Ren are going to be featured in this movie, um, now again, as we, we discussed, I believe on our last show that, that doesn't really mean anything because fat characters like Phasma and you know be featured in all the the, the 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 features and uh, you know the magazine features and the toys and the shirts and it doesn't mean anything. But yeah, um, but I feel like I feel like we'll get I feel like we'll get this uh, these nice of ring characters in this trailer. I don't know if we're gonna get anything. Them any dialogue or any like, you know, but maybe some action scenes with the Knights of Ren.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're gonna, gonna get no any movie. dialogue either. Um I, I do think we're get. I think we'll get a little bit more of the Knights of Ren as well. Um I'm expecting more of Finn, absolutely, more of Poe, absolutely, more Ray, or or well, yeah, more Ray, obviously, but more Rose, I think, absolutely. Um let's see. Yeah, I think those are the people they're going to focus on. I don't expect much from Poe. I think we're going to get a lot of Poe in the movie. I don't think we're going to get a lot of Poe in the trailers. He seems to be more on the ground. Whenever I see him in this movie, he's on the ground. Like, in his, like, adventure Indiana Jones, like, adventure suit. So, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to get an X-Wing in this movie. I hope he does. <laughs> But I haven't seen him in that jumpsuit, so I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with that. Uh, but yeah, either way, man, I have. I don't know. Do you have high high expectations for this trailer?
1: Um, I do, cause I feel like this movie, like you said, has been so quiet. Like that. Remember, like that last Jedi. I mean, not the last. Jedi, remember the first week, Awak- the Force Awakens. Second trailer, which is basically like the first one because the first one showed nothing. So, like, that second trailer was like, uh-huh. I mean, it broke the internet. And, I mean, you know, that was the, the true You Were Home trailer, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. completely destroyed the internet.
1: That, 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 yeah, exactly. It obliterated the internet. So, um, look for this one to do something similar. It won't have the same effect because it's a totally different. Uh, time, you know, like this is this is not the the first Star Wars movie in you know ten years, and in some people's mind, the first Star Wars movie in thirty years. Star Wars is back. It's like, uh, yeah, right. sorry, <laughs> yeah, man, not litigate that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, but no, yeah, so it's a totally different, totally different environment, totally different uh circumstance for this movie. But um, I think it'll have a similar like. I think there'll be moments where we will certainly be talking about this movie because nobody's talking about this movie in general. It's not that far. We're only two months away.
0: I know. This no one's movie, talking about
1: this movie. Like this time for the Force Awakens, all we were talking about in in really in in, in
0: movie. Yeah, in like pop culture.
1: Yeah, and pop culture was yo Star Wars. Two months, like that's all we were talking about. And, you know, Last Jedi wasn't as it wasn't as much as the Force Awakens, but it was a feel like was more than this. This, I mean, I like. Sometimes I forget that this movie's coming out. Yep. Like, so I, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think that's going to change in two weeks or in a week. I think we will have a much clearer picture for what uh, for what's going to be on tap for uh, for Star Wars, and I think people are going to be very excited, or at least I, polarized.
0: I have. <laughs> I am w- not going to say meh expectations. I don't think that's going to be the reaction. But I have eh, I mean, okay, expectations. I think it'll be a decent trailer. I think what they should be doing is trying to blow people off their feet cuz you're right, okay. no one's talking about this movie. It's being completely overshadowed by Joker talk by talk Disney of just Plus. huh?
1: Disney Plus
0: Disney Plus. People are more excited
1: for Disney Plus than you are for people are
0: much more excited for The Mandalorian. Just, just just from gauging the fan, my reaction to the of the fan base right now, people are much more yeah, excited for the, the Mandalorian. About that. <laughs> yeah, I'm more excited for The Mandalorian personally. So, I mean, they need to do something to get people excited about this movie. You know, especially after The Last Jedi, because this is coming off of the heels of a movie that a lot of people despise, that they say that they say it ruins Star Wars for them and stuff. I don't agree with that, but that's what they're saying, (laughs) you know. So they have to do something to make those people go, oh, wow, I have to see this movie, you know, because they haven't done it yet. I mean, Palpatine was was good. You know, that was something that was good, but they need to do more. You know, to get those people, so
1: that's what they need to. It was too like, it was so random that people weren't gonna like lose their mind. It's like Palpatine. He's not the he's not a character that like you just randomly drop in something. People like I mean, it was rebels people would go crazy, but like in a movie, like he's not that beloved of a character that people gonna lose their mind. Like if that was Obi Wan and you randomly dropped him in a trailer, people then people would lose their mind.
0: Yeah, if exactly. that
1: was Luke, I mean, I mean, I mean, Luke obviously can't. Wait, but if that was Anakin, even if they showed Anakin Skywalker, in like a Force ghost or something, or like his voice, <laughs> Hayden Christensen, I think people would lose their minds. But Palpatine is a little bit more, and Anakin's not even a universally liked character. But um, Palpatine, I don't know. It's just it's still muted, even though people most from for the most part, like even German's character, uh, it's that's not going to break the internet, you know. Like, yep. So you got to do more. I hope that they understand. That. I hope they don't think that Palpatine is gonna like that's not he's not selling tickets. Point
0: B. Yeah. Like, so you're not gonna
1: get people. Like, for Rogue One, when we talked about, you know, will we see Vader in the trailer and this, that, the other thing, my point was always, we're going to see Vader in the trailer because they got to sell tickets. Right. And Vader is going to sell tickets easily. And But Sean Palpatine, like, that's why part of me is like, I don't think they should have shown him. Because, like, he's not selling tickets. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> he's not going to make me want to go to see this movie if I didn't want to go. You know? Like, so, I don't know. Hopefully. But that's what makes me think that he's in this movie a lot. Like, Vader, I wasn't convinced. He was, just because he's in the trailer, I wasn't going to be, oh, he's, he's obviously in this movie. Like, a whole lot. <laughs> Vader's like, getting
0: a understand. lot of screen time.
1: Yeah, exactly. You understand. It's probably a couple scenes, if that. But they got to show him because they got to sell tickets. So, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. But I hope there is another another layer, which I think there will be. But another, I, hope, I hope there are multiple layers. And hopefully there's another layer left that they can tease in this next trailer.
0: Yeah. I mean we need some surprises, so hopefully we get them in the next trailer. So the next topic we're gonna to be talking about is uh you know, our favorite director, Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah. Um so right Ryan Gareth Edwards. <laughs> not a controversial character at all. Um but no. So Ryan Johnson is in the news again. Um because he was recently asked he has a movie coming out called uh it's called uh knives out Um, yeah, and i've actually heard, yeah I've heard very good things about the movie so far um I'm actually excited to kind of see the movie <laughs> see the movie yeah
1: right? we've got chris Evans in that movie
0: yeah it's got a lot of very high high caliber uh actors and actresses, and it looks like my kind of story in just in general so i'm I'm very much All excited right, to yeah, you're see kind it.
1: of a Kingsman vibe
0: yeah me too um, kind of like a, 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 a low key hit that yeah that people are uh, people are gonna miss out on um, but so he was asked about uh, Star Wars and his his future in Star Wars um, uh, <laughs> on the uh, 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 basically like was he on the red carpet when they asked I believe he was on it uh, yeah looking at it, I believe he was on a red carpet um and uh, his reaction is we'll see. Uh, this is literally a quote. We'll see. I'm still talking to Lucasfilm and they're figuring out what they are doing. We'll see what happens. I'll be thrilled if it happens. I'm working on my own stuff too. So, there's a very very wishy-washy kind of non-committal I don't know response which is not very surprising to me um uh, because I think that this is just what makes the most sense from Lucasfilm from a business perspective, and usually, and I was telling Kendall even before the show, I'm not someone that's all Mister Numbers and 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 you know budgets and and you know graphs and charts and all that. You know, if you want to stick with someone, I I'm very much behind people sticking with their guy. You know, this right. is our guy. We think he has a good vision that's gonna lead Cause, to because
1: at the end of the day, you know, we look at this stuff like you said, so much with numbers, but like it's also either people they got
0: right relationships
1: you know? with these people, They're, and they right. worked with these people for years,
0: right? And and so, they and you know they, I'm sure they listened to whatever his vision was for this story, and they were sold on it, whatever it was, they seem to have liked it a lot, so. I mean, this is what they believe is the right thing to do. But when you get a reaction that was as strong from the fans as it was to the Last Jedi, you have to take a step back and say, "Okay, is this the guy we want to go forward with in such a in such a heavy? You know, because that a trilogy is a big commitment. That a trilogy that's enough movies to tank a franchise, to make people think about." A brand in a yeah. now a sour fashion. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that could hurt Disney's bottom line.
0: You know, like, like that is uh, that's a, yeah, that's a exactly that's a very long term commitment. You know, so you're putting a lot of faith in him for that, and you know, I think I I suspect even the even in them looking at the reaction to the rise of Skywalker, they may be saying, "Wow, this is much a much more muted kind of," you know blasé response to the rise of skywalker now they're probably looking at the last guy and being like well you didn't build any excitement for our next movie
1: yeah yeah you've yeah you've really affected like (laughs) that 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 movie that you made last time really affected the the bottom line for the next one
0: exactly and no one is excited or i mean i haven't really seen that much excitement for his upcoming movie trilogy whatever it is you know like there's people some people at least are excited about the benioff and weiss um. Um. About Benioff and Weiss working on Star Wars movies, I haven't heard any excitement. Really, to be completely yeah, honest, yeah. Ryan me.
1: Johnson is very much about like, oh, we'll wait and see what it is.
0: Exactly. So and even that
1: people are going to be skeptical.
0: Exactly. So I, in hearing this, I'm I absolutely do not think he's going to get a trilogy. I don't think that's happening at all. Um, I think he will get a movie probably. Even though in hearing this, even that, I honestly don't know about. I mean, he sounds really like
1: <laughs> really like, like I have no idea,
0: yeah, like we'll see what happens. I'm working on my own stuff too, like sheesh, you know like, so. stop asking That's what <laughs> <about>. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know what's happening I don't I hope he gets to work on something. I didn't think the last guy was bad personally, but I mean, we'll see what happens as he said, uh Kendall, so what do you think about Ryan Johnson's comments?
1: Um, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I feel like Ryan Johnson clearly is. I mean, look, Knives Out is gonna help him.
0: I think so too. Yeah, that's true. You
1: know, like that'll help if this movie is very good and the reviews are, are are critically. If it's a critical smash, then my feelings about him getting a movie in the Star Wars universe, like my personal opinion, I don't really want to see. A Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie again because <laughs> I didn't. Right. I wasn't usually like knives out right now. That ninety nine percent on Tomatoes So, like, that is gonna. That's really gonna help the the idea of like, um, you know, him getting that movie uh in a, another movie in the Star Wars universe, but at the same time, um, I, I feel like again it won't help me personally want to see this movie. want to see another Ryan Johnson movie but um i i just feel like Ryan Johnson's at a point where also these these quotes doesn't really sound like he's like dying to do another movie you know like like they're doing them i'm doing me type of thing i i mean that doesn't sound like you know a partnership <laughs> that, that sounds yep. like you know uh, uh we'll see um, uh, you know a lot of I mean and again Knives Out has 88 reviews right now Rotten Tomatoes 87 of them are fresh only one is Rotten so that's a very very strong uh, it's a very very strong number um, yeah. for that movie uh, so I'm sure and it looks Lucha like a was, lot of those reviews are
0: from like credited things not just some random blog you know, you got right. people like Entertainment Weekly, LA Times, so I mean there's some These are legit reviews.
1: Yeah, so I you know, the the audience reaction will be important as well because that's where, you know, him and him and Rand Bergman kinda lost people with The Last Jedi. You know, The Last Jedi was reviewed fairly positively by critics, but fans were very, very uh, you know, kind of apathetic to that movie, and that's that that is what we'll see. But I don't know. I just don't think Lucasfilm is going to be rushing to do another Ryan Johnson movie. I mean, the fact that like this was announced I mean, how long ago? I mean, it was announced before the last It was two years ago. This thrilled yep. you, the and we haven't had a peep on what it's about, when it's happening. We haven't heard anything. Not even a leak. That means they haven't even thought about it. At least, I mean, they have. I'm sure they have because they're a billion dollar company. But they haven't made any steps to, at least publicly, to, to, to put that in motion. It doesn't take two years to, make a, to, to put a movie into development. I mean, we see, we do sports talk. I mean, not sports talk. We do hero talk every week. And we hear about new random movies that DC is putting in development. And we get all these details about it, all these rumors and stuff. And then, like, six months later, it may get, you know, it may get debunked or it may get put or we may get a, a, a director six months later. But, like, I've ne- we've never, I've never seen a movie get announced and then for two years you hear nothing about it. And then it gets made. That's rare. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't know. And like you said, a trilogy? When was the last trilogy that was like made in general that was like predetermined this is the trilogy is gonna be made by this it's gonna be made by this person who's doing all three of these movies. Like I mean uh, I mean I, is Fantastic Beast supposed to be a trilogy <laughs> even that like they're not making a third Fantastic Beast if, if the second one doesn't make any money like yeah most so of the times you
0: don't know. get trilogies announced like that
1: yeah because it's too big of a risk they, like, you, there's, there's no reason to if, like, if... You, you, the only reason you announce a trilogy is if you're 100% certain that you're going to make money on all three movies
0: yeah. I mean stuff like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you know, those those types exactly. of stuff.
1: Those are the only things that get like automatic trilogies. And you know, there are a couple there are books that like I mean I mean Divergent wasn't announced, we're doing all three. You know, or Hunger Games I don't think was announced we're doing all three. And I don't know if the same person made all those movies. But um it's it's just a risk. Um Especially when this is obviously an original story, like those are also adaptations of trilogies, uh-huh. of book book trilogies. This is gonna be him making his own original story. I yeah. don't know. I mean, if Ryan he... Johnson. Look, clearly he's a great. I don't say great. Clearly, clearly, he he knows what he's doing when it comes to filmmaking, because Knives Out is is plenty of proof that like. Disney didn't hire him for nothing, but, you know, I, I'm, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, if people loved uh, The Last Jedi, I think Ryan Johnson, first of all, would be doing uh, The Rise of Skywalker, and second, I think yes. you're right that we would have heard more about his trilogy by now. We would have had, I think, I think we would have had some kind of, because Disney would have been pressing him on it. They would have been like, so you working on your trilogy? What do you got? Da, da, da. Like they would have, you know, been more enthusiastic about making sure this guy's right. name was circling in the press again, making sure that you know he was, you know, he would be getting the JJ treatment. Like this is our guy. You or the know, John what,
1: Favreau treatment.
0: Yeah, the Favreau treatment. You know,
1: Favreau, like, Favreau. We we hear about John Favreau every week.
0: I mean, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> a, new, a new article on what Favreau doing with Star Wars.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we'll be hearing more about this, but, um, so yeah, we, you know, Johnson is kind of he's his whole situation is very much up in the air. And I think uh it will stay that way. I think if he does get a trilogy, it would be a Lucasfilm story group headed trilogy where, you know, he does not have much free reign or not as much as was implied before. Before it was implied that he was kind of getting an open sandbox. To do whatever he wants. If he is getting a trilogy, I don't think he's gonna be no sandbox, um, uh, because clearly they're having second thoughts, and I think it makes sense, honestly, for them to have second thoughts uh, with regards to his uh, trilogy. So we will see what happens with Ryan Johnson. Uh, hopefully, I, I want to see another movie personally. I want to see him do another, get another shot, do another movie. I don't know about another trilogy though. That's a that's a that's a heavy commitment so I don't know why they did that in the first place but we'll see what happens with that um, uh, so also, lastly not, oh.
1: not to not to yeah. cut you off but like I think what we're seeing with Knives Out mm-hmm. is that movie only has a $40 million budget and it yeah. has a big cast strong cast but you know if that movie is, is spectacular like maybe Ryan Johnson should be doing Like, you shouldn't be doing, like, these, like, grandiose, like, you know, like, galactic blockbuster, you know, world-ending event-type movies. Like, maybe, like, if you, like, maybe he should do a character-driven movie with one character, uh, or, like, maybe he should do do more Rogue One-style stories, you know, or, um and maybe that's what they're doing, maybe that's what they're planning, but, like, I I don't know if I need to see him doing anything that involves, like, a lot of different, a lot of different moving parts. Hopefully it's a little little simpler, a little bit more uh, low-key, because that's, I mean, that's where he made his money initially, and that's where he continues to to thrive.
0: Yeah, yep, I'm in agreement. All right, so uh, our uh, last topic we're going to be talking about is New York Comic Con. So, as kind of mentioned at the at the start of the show, we did go to New York Comic Con last weekend, and we are going to talk about our experience there and what we saw with regards to Star Wars. So, we went or or we both went to the Lucasfilm Publishing panel, which was a fun panel. A lot of information was, um, a lot of good cool good cool information was uh, divulged in that panel. And the second panel we went to was a Rise of Skywalker panel. Um, so that one I went to alone, but uh, there were some, uh, not as much breaking news, but there were some cool tidbits tidbits, and little uh, things that were revealed in that panel as well uh, that I do look forward to talking about on this podcast. Uh, but first, the first thing we can go into is the uh, Lucasfilm publishing panel, um, which had quite a few things uh, announced there. Uh, so the first thing, um, uh, I think it's a, this is actually the last thing that was announced at the panel, but I think it's a good place to start because I think it's honestly think it's probably the biggest news from the panel. We are getting another uh, Thrawn trilogy, um, and this is uh, the is is uh, called the I believe it's the Ascendancy, um, the, the Ascendancy trilogy, which is the Ascendancy is uh, the that's what they call the Chis. Um, the kind of whole Chiss like empires the Chiss ascendancy um, so it's uh, it sounds like based on what they just de- how they described it it sounds like it's going to be a prequel to uh, the first Thrawn book to his time in the ascendancy I know when he was in the ascendancy he did interact briefly with Anakin and Padme that was revealed in the Thrawn uh, um, alliances I believe is the title the Thrawn alliances with Vader They had like half of that book was basically a flashback sequence with uh, Anakin and Padme and how they went on a mission in Batu in the Outer Rim, um, in the edges of the galaxy. So that was very interesting and fun. Honestly, I enjoyed it, and we had a lot of interesting interactions with Thrawn and um, uh, the rest of the Chiss Ascendancy. In uh, Thrawn Treason, there were actually a lot of interactions between them. And I thought that was actually very good and fun. I thought it was a very positive. I thought it was a very good part of that book. Those interactions were very interesting. uh, Very kind of political and whatnot. So I thought it was cool. So I'm looking forward to this trilogy personally. I think Timothy Zahn is up to the challenge. I enjoyed his original Thrawn trilogy. And I I enjoyed this, this Thrawn trilogy as well. Um not quite as much as the the Legends one, but I, I still enjoyed it uh very much. Um so yeah, I'm looking forward to this this uh new announcement. Uh kind of what do you think about it about that?
1: Yeah, um I mean I'm 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 excited about this trilogy. You know, we, we'll get more I mean more thrawn obviously people are gonna be excited about. So um the only thing that I think they're definitely they're definitely like positioning Thrawn as like, one, he's, he's Timothy Thorn's guy, but also he's gonna be primarily a book character. And, you know, we have him in Rebels, so I guess I, that's not completely true, but um, like, I, I don't think they're gonna leave much room for Thrawn's story to be told outside of novels, which, I mean, that's where he's been most successful you know in terms of his popularity in general but um, don't expect to see Matt Smith playing uh, <laughs> playing uh, Thrawn anytime soon don't expect to see <laughs> you know uh, Richard E. Grant playing Thrawn anytime soon so. um, no yeah but but no this should be this should be very uh, it should be exciting you know I'm excited to see what story they tell you know another trilogy is I didn't know there was enough, I didn't know they had room for another trilogy, but they'll they'll find a way.
0: Yes, uh, so we have another trilogy, very exciting news, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, some other news, they also announced that that at that uh, Lucasfilm Publishing panel, is that we are getting, um, we're entering a new era in the Star Wars comic, so- comic series, I am extremely excited about it. I was very much hoping this would happen, and it is happening, and I'm very, very happy about it. So in the Star Wars comic, they're ending, we're approaching the end of the uh, era where they were basically between um, uh, uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. That's the time period we've been in in the Star Wars comic for, since they relaunched it, so for years now, they've gone so many adventures to the point where it seems completely absurd that Luke would have gone on this many adventures in between, in between um, that time frame, uh, like honestly, they he would be insane. They would have gone insane if they had almost died this many times before uh, *Empire Strikes Back* even happened. But whatever, it's kind, con- it's a comic, uh, so you gotta you know suspend uh, your disbelief. Uh, but we're finally moving into the um, era of the right after *The Empire Strikes Back*. Which is the era that, honestly, in terms of the original trilogy, that I am m- most curious about. Completely the most curious about that era. Um, so, I am... Uh, well, that era, and of course the era between Return of the Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, which, I mean, we're getting... We're, we got some information, but I, you know I, there's still some holes that can be filled and whatnot. But... Uh, this era, in terms of the just the original trilogy, is by far the era I'm most interested in. So I'm very, very excited. Charles Soule is going to be heading the Star Wars comic book uh, to start, and I am very, very excited about that because he's done a spectacular job so far in writing the Star Wars comic books. And, um, yeah, they even released some images uh, from the Star Wars comic. Uh, and uh, it's uh, basically starting from the time that uh, Luke's uh, hand uh, gets cut off um, and it, it's it, it's really 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 exciting stuff so I'm very happy about it Kendall uh, how do you feel about star Wars kind of moving into this new era
1: yeah I mean I I agree that this is uh certainly an interesting uh kind of time period to, to, to broach because it's one of the fewer it's one of the the, the times that is fewest uh, that we know fewest about you know we, we really you we have very few stories that 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 tell that time period and it's you know I mean didn't they didn't they show like the first panel of the the book is gonna be like like when Luke gets his hand cut off or something like that
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah I mean obviously like so like this is gonna take place and, and kind of start you off right right there so I mean, it's, it's it should be exciting, you know. Um, also, because there's obviously like there's a, there's a decent amount of time that takes place between those two movies, you know. It's not it's not a situation where the movies overlap, you know. So uh, it's not just like saying, you know, oh, we're gonna tell a story that takes place between Rogue One and Episode Four. <laughs> How long is that? But um, yeah, so no, I, I think that this should be uh, I think it should be interesting. Um, and this is kind of what I envision what the Star Wars comic would be, you know. Yeah. And that's really what it has been, you know, a lot of times. But like, we, you know, kind of you know a story that fills in the gaps of what we, uh, what we want to know, uh, but something that isn't like super. But I don't think these stories are going to be like, you know, are going to tell us something that we've asked ourselves for years. And, you know, like it'll it'll probably be lighter, you know, or like less uh you know these stories don't have that much weight to them but uh it should still be interesting you know i don't think it'll be like it's not gonna be fluff stories but uh i mean i'm excited to see what story they tell with this and you know like you said you mentioned charles soul being involved obviously suggested that it should be uh it should be legit
0: yeah yeah um and greg pack who's writing the star wars comic now is going to be doing darth vader um starting next year when they move into this new era as well which that should be extremely interesting seeing Darth Vader's journey between Empire and um and uh Return of the Jedi so uh yeah so a lot of really really exciting stuff uh that came out of that panel um uh, I mean they also talked to the other uh, authors Uh, I know Justina Ireland was there who wrote the uh I believe Spark of the Resistance um uh, uh a book that I am also going to going to uh get into and review on this podcast uh coming up soon as well uh so there are so i mean it was a it was a very fun panel very fun, very enjoyable so I mean they you know showed a lot of covers for the books coming out um a lot of things for the children's books and stuff that are coming out and those look like they're really fun for you know the kids that are into Star wars I know. A lot of times we we kind of poke fun and say that we don't want to see that stuff. And which you know, look, we're adults. We don't we don't want to see that stuff. But it's good <laughs> that they're that they're getting kids uh, into Star Wars. I think it's always good and fun. And the artists do a spectacular job as well yeah. on the children's art. So I really they, have to give them kudos.
1: They also kind of they skipped over it, uh, but <laughs> they skipped over. It, but I thought it was one of the more interesting things for me was. Uh, they also showed the cover for the uh, Star Wars Viz Media manga.
0: Oh yes, yeah, they yeah. skipped over that. Yeah, I, that was
1: because they, they skipped because they went straight to Clone Wars. Everybody started losing their mind. Exactly. Are they taking a Clone Wars. Or the Clone Wars comic or novel?
0: Yeah, uh, actually, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I know it's something so they, Clone. They said it's a Clone Wars anthology.
1: That's, that's cool. what it was. Yeah, it was like,
0: yeah, that's coming out next year. The
1: anthology story and people, you know, people losing their minds, rightfully so. Well, yeah, like, uh, yeah, exactly. They skipped right over. They they didn't even talk about the, the Viz Media manga because they realized, like, well, like, now you guys want to see Clone Wars. So, yeah, um, good job. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to to see how they how they kind of transition Star Wars into, uh, you know, that anime manga format. Yeah, movie.
0: absolutely. Yeah, so that is very exciting. So I'm very excited about that as well. Um, so we do have a lot of really cool stuff coming on. It's coming uh, on the horizon. Um, and we
1: have to, did you talk about Rise of Kylo Ren?
0: Oh, yes. So, of course, Charles Soule is writing The Rise of Kylo Ren. Um, I forget the gentleman who was, uh, who was uh, kind of hosting the panel. But he said he had read it. It, it, it sounded like he at least read the first issue He said it's something that we absolutely do not want to miss And Charles Soule seems extremely excited For us to see it Comes
1: out a week before the movie comes out
0: Comes out a week before the movie comes out it, He's making it sound like it's almost required reading Before you see the movie <laughs> Right. That's the way he's making it That's how exciting it is So, you know, I'll be getting that And reviewing that day one <laughs> um, And Kendall, I I think you should read that one as well yeah. So yeah, that is extremely, extremely exciting stuff. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of good stuff from that panel. Uh, so I also went to a the uh, road to the rise of Skywalker panel, um, which that was also very exciting. Uh, so we got some. Uh, it was a lot more in terms of like details with regards to some of the stuff leading into the rise of Skywalker. Um, So we got some details about the Star Wars Allegiance comic that is actually the first issue is actually out. I'm going to be reviewing that soon as well. Uh, But we've got some details on that, uh, some information about Leia going to Mon Cala for resources and um, Finn and Poe go on an adventure as well. So we got some stuff uh, with regards to that comic. So it sounds like that comic is going to be pretty exciting. Um, Regards to the details that are going to be in it, uh, there was also some information from the Star Wars uh, Force Collector book that is coming out. It's also in the Journey to the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, that's one book that I was all, also kind of like secretly eyeing in terms of something that that can be a kind of surprise, uh, kind of a surprise book that has a lot of really cool information in it. And uh, so it, it's basically the character in the book. And the author, uh, uh, Kevin Shinnick, was describing it. He said the character has the same ability that Quinlan Voss has, where he can touch an object and see its history, basically, through the Force. Um, so his fam- the, the character's family tells him that he has to basically go out and go on an adventure because Jedi aren't around anymore. Um, just go out, go on an adventure to find out. More about his Force abilities and kind of find his way, uh, since he doesn't have anyone to really teach him to be a Jedi. Uh, so in doing that, he encounters many different Force artifacts and whatnot, and you get kind of—I'm guessing—you probably get flashback sequences and whatever uh, through that. But um, it sounds really exciting. It sounds really, really engaging. And one thing that I find very funny that he mentioned in this book is that in telling some of the stories that he told, he would send it to the editors, people at the story group. And they'll be like, no, you can't put that in the book. And he's like, why? He's like, because it spoils something from the Rise of Skywalker. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So he was accidentally writing spoilers in for the Rise of Skywalker, uh, which is probably not good, honestly. Because it sounds like, look, if he's spoiling things for the movie, is it that predictable? You know, like, what did he spoil? in his book? But I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to the point where we have authors just writing stuff, like a fanfic, just writing stuff, and it's like, no, that's a spoiler. And it's like, wow, really? He spoiled the movie? You know, but, so he had to edit it several times, apparently, because he did that several times. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so I thought that was very, very funny. Um, So, Delilah S. Dawson was there. which well, she wasn't at the Lucasfilm Publishing, uh, but she was at this one. And she was, it talked about her book, Black Spire, which I'm currently uh, reading right now. And it is, um, you know, she talked about her whole process and how it's basically a sequel to Phasma, which I mentioned previously as well. And uh, look, I'm not going to lie, okay, she talked about her going to Galaxy's Edge and, and experiencing Galaxy's Edge and how they gave her a guide to Galaxy's Edge before it even came out when she was writing the book and a lot of these books, these journeys to the to the Rise of Skywalker, these Galaxy's Edge stuff, I mean and I talked about uh, 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 Zoraida Cordova's book um, which I, the, the it's not, it's escaping me right now, which shows you how I feel about the book I even I mentioned it before, it feels like an, a big promotion for Galaxy's Edge it really, really does and the way she was describing the book makes it sound like a promotion for Galaxy's Edge, though I think her book is better because it is a sequel to Phasma. One and two, it is much more. Um, uh, it's less romancey and more. Uh, what do you? I don't know. What's the word? Uh, I don't know. It's just there's more meat to it. There's there's more going on in the book. So, yeah. Uh, so that I didn't really like that too much because it sounded very much like a promotion for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And look, I look, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge, but don't make books promotions for Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> you know, like make the books exciting, make them, you know, like, I don't know they, if the, if you're going to make the, this book a promotion for the for the place, at least make it exciting. You know, they, they didn't even do that in the other book that I was read. But uh, so that part was, eh, you know, so it was a lot of promotion for that. And uh, Matt Martin was there, who was from the Lucasfilm Story Group. So that was fun. And he was talking about the whole process uh, that the Story Group group goes through with their authors, which was very fascinating. So uh, as Kevin Shinnick had alluded to, they send their stuff to the Story Group. Um, and the Story Group actually also goes to the authors and kind of tells them, listen, in your next book, include a little bit of this, include a little bit of that, you know, etc." So they kind of have this back and forth before uh, the book even uh, gets done, uh, and then when the book is done, they send their drafts to the story group, and the story group either okay's it or says no, you have to take this out or you should put this in, etc. So it's very, very interesting, um, a very interesting process. So that was fun. Uh, so yeah, overall the panel was really cool. Not a lot of big scoops. I also got to listen to an excerpt of uh, of. Uh, Jeez, uh, what's the book? Resistance Reborn, I believe it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I got to listen to an excerpt of that uh, read by Mark Thompson, so that was fun. Uh, he's a spectacular um, audiobook uh, narrator. So if you haven't heard any Star Wars audiobooks, check any ones where he's narrating out because he's very good at it. So, yeah, this panel was uh, very fun. A lot of cool information. Overall, New York Comic Con was very fun. Check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Check out our videos. They're very fun videos about our experience at New York Comic Con. But the Star Wars stuff was really, really cool. And we had a blast. And uh, hopefully, um, you know, they will have more stuff next year because we will definitely be going next year as well. Uh, So I think that will do it for this show. Uh, uh, Not too much news, but we had some very interesting stuff to talk about this week. Next week, I will absolutely be getting into these comics. I really want to get into the Fallen Order comic. There seems to be a lot of buzz going around about that, and the game is coming out soon, of course, next month, um, uh, shortly after the, the release of Disney+. Plus. So I want to get into that comic. I want to get into the Star Wars Allegiance comic, since, as I mentioned before, that came out. And I want to uh, hopefully have finished um, Black Spire by then. Uh, but we'll see. I can't, really can't make any promises with that, but I'm going to try. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this show. I'm Shamari, joined by Ken We will see you guys next time.
1: Peace. <laughs>